Newton Media Group, a family of creative services, presents the Voice Over Work podcast. Today is Saturday, October 16th, 2021. On the podcast today, we take a little deeper look into a book introduced in a previous podcast with a chapter-by-chapter look at Focus Master, 37 Tips to Stay Present, Ignore Distractions, and Finish the Task at Hand, written by Nick Trenton, narrated by Russell Newton. Chapter 1. Why You're a Couch Potato Procrastination is Opportunity's Assassin, Victor Kayam. You've met procrastination before. It needs no introduction especially when you've known it all your life. Since the moment you were old enough to recognize that you actually have the option to build a Lego castle rather than sit down to do your math homework, procrastination has been there in the background as the devil on your shoulder, encouraging you to do what is worst for you. It's like your shadow. You just can't shake it. It's always with you, and it's easy to forget about. But unlike your shadow... It's dead set on ruining your life. Now you're stuck with it and are having problems because it's starting to control you. Like one of those relationships that started out fun and exciting, but gradually morphed into something that just caused you unhappiness. You know the ones I'm talking about. So you want to break up with it to get your life back on track, but you don't know how. The answer in finally regaining control from the demoralizing domination of procrastination starts with understanding what you're dealing with and how you continually get tricked into handing over the reins to it over and over again. The term procrastination was derived from the Latin pro, meaning forward, forth, or in favor of, and crastinus, meaning of tomorrow. Its literal translation can thus be taken to be the moving forward of something to tomorrow, or favoring tomorrow as the ideal time. Action is never for today. It's always another moment to be dealt with later. For our purposes, procrastination is the act or habit of putting off something to a future time. It involves Chapter 2. Action Mindsets If and when were planted, and nothing grew. Proverb. At this point, you've learned why you're engaging in procrastination. You should be able to generally identify a few reasons that you are a couch potato, a.k.a. someone who lacks focus and productivity. It might be due to your prefrontal cortex being hijacked by your lizard brain, or it might be due to being unknowingly immersed in the procrastination cycle you may have even identified one or two typologies in yourself. But whatever the case, the time begins for real solutions. This chapter entails building anti-procrastination mindsets, outlooks and approaches that get you off your butt to deal with the options you come across in more productive ways. As we've seen, conscious intention and awareness is the first step. Once you know why and how your productivity is lacking, you can start making intelligent and informed decisions toward fulfilling your real potential. Then, it becomes a question of adapting the right mindset and using the right tools. 
There are at least three ways you can build a mindset that's ironclad against the ever-constant lure of procrastination. 1. Mastering the physics of productivity. 2. Eliminating the paradox of choice. And 3. Finding the right motivation to kickstart action. The Physics of Productivity Who would have thought that productivity and procrastination could be viewed through the lens of physics, math, and equations? Best-selling author Stephen Guise found a way to do so using Newton's Three Laws of Motion as an... Chapter 3. Psychological Tactics Procrastination is the grave in which opportunity is buried. Anonymous how do you get a machine to work? You need to plug it into an energy source and push the right buttons. Now, getting yourself to work wouldn't be quite as simple as that, and you're certainly more complicated than any mere machine. But to use a less-than-perfect metaphor, you do possess certain energy sources you can plug into and psychological buttons you can push to get yourself to be more productive and avoid procrastinating. If you know where to tap the energy to power yourself through tasks and which buttons to push or avoid pushing to get yourself to work, then you'll be able to beat procrastination and be well on your way to achieving your goals. Think of it this way. The couch potato is not lacking knowledge or ability for the task they're avoiding. If they were, then the simple cure for procrastination would simply be education. No, something else is missing. Try to think of the last time that you were really fired up to do something, and procrastinating on that task was the last thing on your mind. Why did you find it so easy to hunker down and give it your all? What exactly allowed you to pour all your energy and attention into the task at hand and give your very best? If we can identify this X factor, we're getting closer to finding out what's missing in the couch potatoes world. This chapter will introduce you to three psychological tactics that you'll have to push just the right buttons in your own psyche so you can get yourself up and running as you set about accomplishing your tasks. Just like you've done now. Chapter 4. Get Off Your Butt The only difference between success and failure is the ability to take action. Alexander Graham Bell. Do your mindset and attitude matter? <laughs> Undoubtedly. But it's not the only thing that matters. In fact, a theme we'll return to again and again in this book is that at the end of the day, there's only one thing that truly crosses you over from the land of potential and into the land of the actual action. In this chapter, we'll look closely at the background on which the drama of procrastination plays out the immediate moment. Of course, we know procrastination is the devil on our shoulders that suggests we'll be totally fine if we push what we should do until another moment, then another, then another, and then a few more after the next four. You get the idea. You've been there before, in that moment, facing down the choice to run away or to knuckle down and act right now. No matter how motivated you might have felt before, Crunch time arrives, and the rubber hits the road. In this chapter, we'll look at ways to deal with procrastination, not from a distance, but staring at it head-on 
in the moment. What is it that makes us want to say, I'll get to it later, in the hopes that it will disappear forever? Whatever it is, this chapter is aimed at just getting started as a way to break inertia. The 40-70 Rule Let's begin with something you might find a little counterintuitive. Can you actually be too prepared? Is this causing you to procrastinate? Former U.S. Secretary of State Colin Powell has a rule of thumb about coming to a point of action. He says that any time you face a hard choice, you should have no less than 40%. Chapter 5. Take the first step. Take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. Martin Luther King, Jr. For many of us, the act of focusing may not be the difficult part. Often, the difficult part is breaking through the inertia you've been accumulating and just getting started. You need to make that psychological leap from where you are into the unknown. The first step is often simultaneously the smallest and yet the hardest to take for this reason. This is largely the same in any area or field. For instance, take the literal example of a car. For a car to start, a complex series of explosions have to occur in order to propel pistons into motion. Only then can a car budge forward an inch. However, the second and third inches are far easier because momentum has already been built and inertia has been destroyed. Unfortunately, we are in states of inertia and rest far more often than not. You know this place, the proverbial comfort zone. We struggle to take the first step, even if we might excel once we're in motion. In fact, we actively run from it through procrastination and avoidance. This is going to be the natural first step in creating relentless focus because you can't create it if you can't get off your butt. The great thing about a first step is that once it's taken, the ball is rolling. You're moving. It's easier to keep going than to start going. For those of us who end up cleaning our bathrooms and vacuuming our carpets when the time comes, this section is focused on those small tweaks that allow you to fearlessly and quickly take first steps toward anything. Chapter 6. Create and Seize Momentum Success is like a snowball. It takes momentum to build, and the more you roll in the right direction, the bigger it gets. Steve Ferrante Now that you've gotten off your butt and into action, everything will be smooth sailing, right? Yes, in a world where we're all millionaires and ride tigers as our main form of transportation. In other words, no. While just getting started is the most difficult part, that doesn't mean it's the only part of gaining focus and launching into productivity. Once you've gotten started, you're in a delicate stage where you have to protect your focus to make sure that you properly create momentum for yourself. Otherwise, you'll sink back to inaction. And if you thought getting into motion the first time was difficult, the second time will prove to be near impossible. To borrow from another field, Think about how daunting and difficult it is to walk up to an attractive member of the opposite sex and introduce yourself. Yet, it's the words directly after the introduction that matter the most and determine how the interaction will ultimately go, despite the fact that the introduction was more difficult. 
This section is focused on how to pick up steam and turn into a focused productivity machine. Kill Perfectionism Have you ever heard the term, Don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good? Perfectionism is one of the most important beasts you'll have to slay to create and maintain momentum. Perfection, taken to an extreme degree, has another name. Obsessive-compulsive disorder, OCD. Yes, your perfectionism can be similarly unhealthy and damaging. 7. Making time your friend. Time management is a misnomer. The challenge is to manage ourselves. Stephen R. Covey Time Is it your best friend or your worst enemy? When you're doing something you love, it's your worst enemy because it always seems to run out too soon and you never seem to have enough. When you're doing something you hate, it's your best friend because it's the only thing keeping you from freedom and pleasure. Or is it the other way around? No matter the case, time is what you're going to have to deal with if you want to improve your focus and productivity. Whether you believe you have too much of it, too little, or just the right amount, you'll need to start thinking about it in ways you never have before. Time will always keep running, but how can we change our perspective to be more focused, productive, and determined? Protect your time. Being productive, effective, and successful in life means having a healthy relationship to time, which, when you think about it, is your most precious resource. Without it, nothing gets done. And when your time on this earth eventually runs out, no excuse or justification or bargain will buy you any more of it. Being productive means making the most of your time, but as for how much time you have, well, that's fixed. Now, consider that many people are accidentally and unconsciously selfish. They'll ask things of you and not offer to reciprocate, often thinking nothing of it. Of course, most people are relatively subtle about this, or we would disown most of our friends. You might even do it yourself. The biggest way people subtly and sometimes unknowingly... Chapter 8. Tips for Making Productivity a Lifelong Habit we are what we repeatedly do. Success is not an action, but a habit. Aristotle Keep a distraction list to stay focused. With emails, social media, and a thousand little to-dos, it's easy to get distracted when you're trying to be productive. In fact, so much of our world today is designed to be distracting. Advertisements constantly vie for your attention and threaten to make you forget all the grand plans and promises you had only a moment earlier. Whether you're trying to focus on deep work or just dealing with smaller tasks, distractions are the bane of productivity. And here's the thing, they're not going away. It's hard to maintain efficient work habits with distractions around, but on the other hand, there will always be something to distract you. It's just life. One powerful method of reducing distractions is creating a distraction list. This is a tool that will help you be as effective as possible in a world bursting with distractions. It's simple. Whenever a distracting thought pops up, write it down on the list and get back to work. Keep your list, 
whether it's a Google Doc or a physical piece of paper nearby while you're working. It's not that you're valiantly trying to ignore them or force them out of your mind, but rather that you acknowledge them and essentially set them aside until later. Let's define what a distraction really is. Any intrusive and seemingly uncontrolled thought that pops up in your mind and temporarily takes you away from the moment you are focusing on. Yes, this could be an annoying notification on your phone or the doorbell, but more often distractions come purely from within our own mind. Chapter 9. Tips for Mastering the Psychology of Motivation Knowing others is intelligence. Knowing yourself is true wisdom. Mastering others is strength. Mastering yourself is true power. Lao Tzu Identify your work patterns. Tracking your time, even if no one is asking you to do it, can help you understand your work habits and the time of day when you finish work most successfully. This might hold the key to being more productive because learning from your patterns will allow you to focus on where you are and aren't most productive. Every one of us has a peak period of productivity. Maximizing your efficiency is often just a question of scheduling your most important or difficult work during this period. Knowledge is power. That is, self-knowledge is power. What are your tech habits and how do they affect your process? Where do you lose or waste time during the day? Doing what and when? When is your peak productivity time? And when are you least enthusiastic and focused? What are your social media, email, and web browsing habits like? Are you a morning or a night person? When are your riskiest times of day for procrastination and distraction? How is your innate body clock interacting with your work obligations? How long can you typically work on something before needing a rest? What's easy for you? And what is more difficult task-wise? What usually energizes you most? Understanding exactly what's going on is the first step to making meaningful adjustments. Data is extremely useful. The previous tip emphasized the importance. This has been Focus Master. 37 tips to stay present, ignore distractions, and finish the task at hand. Written by Nick Trenton. Narrated by Russell Newton. Copyright 2021 by Nick Trenton. Production copyright by Nick Trenton. Amazon.com has more information regarding the author and this book. With an eclectic collection of water cooler knowledge, inspirational stories, and motivational thoughts from some of the newest audiobooks on the market, this has been the Voice Overwork Podcast, brought to you by Newton Media Group, a family of creative services.